Riley, I've recently opened a can of worms that I wasn't really prepared for. <clears throat> okay. All right. I'm, I'm uh, a can of worms uh, might not be a, a better best analogy. Maybe more of a Pandora's box type deal. I'm not sure. A Pandora's box of worms, maybe. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. I'm assuming it's not <laughs> uh, a literal can of worms either. You, it's it's they're very difficult to find. I've, I've, oh, there's none of those left. I po I've polished all those off. Yeah. Early in the week. They never <laughs> they never last long in this house. They can't stay in the cupboard. <laughs> Before you even get home from the supermarket, you're just digging straight into them. It's one of those things. You, you, well, no, you, you're in the supermarket, you peel you peel off the lid, you eat them all, and you you bring the empty packet to the till, and you're like, I know, I already ate it. I'll pay Have for you it. ever done that? I think I've seen my dad take something out of a bag and eat it, and then See, like, I've pay wanted for the rest to. of the bag. I've really wanted to, like when I've been very hungry in the because you never, you should never go supermarket shopping while hungry. So I was like, yeah, no, what if I just ate this bag of chips while shopping, and then I just took the empty, empty packet to the checkout and be like, yeah, I'm going to pay. That's pay definitely, it's definitely a, like a, an ethically fine thing to do. I think um, so, right? I think you get some funny looks. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. Security are being like, hey. <laughs> Um, anyway, no, you I finished eating can of worms and then opened yeah. up this Pandora's box. Yeah. So recently, we were we were we were doing the movie jar, which is oh, now yeah. the source of many of the anecdotes in my life. It would appear. Yeah, it seems to really um, be a, a central, a focal a point well. for day to day life in, in for you. Well, it's just a thing that happens every week. So, um, and there was a movie we couldn't find, Riley, for love nor money. Now, yeah, I, you I would say me, love. I, I didn't try making out with the PlayStation Five, but I couldn't find it anyway. You were telling me about this about this last week. You couldn't find it. Was the Aviator? Mm -hmm. The Aviator, which we purchased on Blu-ray. So now we have a Blu-ray of The Aviator. Just sitting and on the shelf alone. <laughs> well, we popped it in and we watched the movie. And it was, I think I talked about this. It was it was nice. Like, I was like, oh, there actually is a little bit of a difference. Okay. Yeah. And Riley, I've popped the seal now. Oh, no. Oh, no. You crave the DVD menu. Yeah. So... Right, I bought another Blu-ray. <laughs> oh, are you, yeah, okay. All right, I have, I have a couple of questions. What went into the purchase of this Blu-ray? Was it necessity again, or was it a favorite no. piece of media that you were like, "I would like to own this. I'd like to be able to hold." It was a this. favorite piece of media. Okay, I'm. I really want to know what it was, and I'm trying to think of the films that you've discussed with me as being your favorite. And mm -hmm. I, I'm coming up blank because Kojima has not made any films yet. So. Despite his best efforts. Yeah. You've seen that tweet where, I, where it's like, no one's more embarrassed to not be working in Hollywood than Hideo Kojima is. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So what, what was the what was the film and what, and what led to this purchase? It was La La Land. That, I, I, I never would have guessed that one. Famous Academy I Award winner from 2000 and something. What, what is yeah, it about? Isn't it just Ryan Gosling dancing about with someone? Uh, Emma Stone. Uh, it is. It's. It's. It's an excellent movie. Is it really? Now, I love it. Like I think it is. If not, if it's not my favorite movie, it's in top two or three, maybe. Um, right. Someone else has entered the hallowed halls of Hideo Kojima with the Kojima Pass in my book now. Oh, really? Who's this? It is Damien Chazelle. Is that the director of La La Land? Director of La La Land wow. and Babylon and Whiplash. Three films I have not seen. They're all very good. I think you'd quite like Whiplash, and then I okay. think you don't... There's a shot. You and Megan could have a romantic evening and watch La La Land, and then I don't think you'd like Babylon. Let's put it that right. way. Okay. See, based on the title, I was like, oh, I'd probably watch Babylon. Yeah, it's not about that. Um, you oh, know no, what Whiplash I'm, is about. That's, uh, a, that's, a very that's a fairly famous movie. I'm looking at it now. Babylon. Decadence, depravity, and outrageous success lead to the rise and the fall of several several ambitious dreamers in 1920. Oh, so this is just The Great Gatsby. All right, cool. It's um, The Great Gatsby meets Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Perfect. Two films that I absolutely loved. Uh, Whiplash is Andrew enrolls in, in a music conservatory to become yeah. a drummer. 
but he's mentored mm-hmm. by, meant by Terence Fletcher, whose unconventional training methods push him beyond the boundaries of, of reason and sensibility. This is the sort of film that I wouldn't even watch on a plane. It's no, it's really good. I actually think you'd enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It's just it, it, the, uh, Fletcher is played by J.K. Simmons. Does that help at all? That definitely does. But Dennis, my question for you is: Have you watched this film all the way through to the end? Yes, several okay. times. All right. Okay. So it's a, we we don't have a death loop situation on our hands. That at least no. helps that that helps the recommendation somewhat. I will say. I think I've seen them. Also, the investment's much lower. I mean, you can take to the high seas to get it, but also it's like two hours. It's not. I'm not asking to play a thirty hour game. Yeah, true. All right, okay. And I actually, there's a chance you enjoy Whiplash, and I'm being upfront. I think you'd enjoy Whiplash. I think there's a chance Megan would want to watch La La Land with you, and I think you would not like Babylon. There's well, well my... talk, talk, talk me through La La Land and, and why it's now sitting on your shelf with the copy of The Aviator. <laughs> so La La Land, it's just I don't know. It's a movie that spoke to me a lot. I really, mm-hmm. really love it. Yeah. Um, it has a very, very unique sort of ending and take on romance because it's a romance movie for the most part. Yeah. But it has. I don't want to spoil La La Land for you, although you will well, never watch it. Uh, okay. When Sebastian, a pianist, and Mia, an actress, follow their passion and achieve success in their respective fields, they find themselves torn between their love for each other and their careers. That does sound yes. compelling. Can I tell you that the the biggest thing that La La Land has going against it is the the like the I don't know what you call it the front cover the poster the poster yeah I assumed it was a Stem- musical. It is a musical. Oh, okay. Well, you've just... I'm not... <laughs> just skyrocketed. Oh, you should... This would be like in, you know, in a, in a film, a scene where the the, the movie... They're in the movies. They're in the hospital in the movies. Mm-hmm. And there's someone on a heart monitor and it goes beep, 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 beep. beep. And they flatline. That, that was just yeah. what happened there with you telling me that... Um, yeah, not, I mean, there's no hiding it. It's, it's, got, it's, got, it's got an opening number. But the weird... The very weird part about La La Land is it's a film musical. It's not a stage play. There is no stage play of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and they have like two songs at the start, I think. Yeah. Mm. And then I think there's like 50 minutes with no songs where it's just a movie. Yeah. And then someone starts singing again. You're like, oh God, what? I forgot about this whole show. Yeah. Right? yeah. Right. Okay. So like, like the musical number in 500 days of summer, you're like, where did this come from? Yeah. A little bit like that. Um, okay. and it's a little bit more in universe. Um, it's a little bit more believable because like he's a pianist. She's yeah. an actress. Can I make it any more obvious? Yeah. Um, but I don't want to spoil La La Land for you. Maybe you'll, I don't know, figure it out. Okay, but, so um, why did you buy it? I, I just really, I really like it. Okay, I really like the movie. Yeah, and yeah, we've, dude, we've dude, that. here's, I mean, that's the only reason. And right, no, 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 it's not the only reason. Dennis, did you leave your house specifically to go and buy this? Did you no, order no. online and it was delivered? I to ordered you it online. Okay, all right, because there's a very, there's a like, there, what I was going to try to establish here is an is a sort of a hierarchy of how badly you wanted it. Did you go out specifically to get it? Did you order online? Were you just walking past a shop and you saw it in the bargain bin for, you know, two euros 50 and you're like, well, I may as well. The so here's the, the thing. Company. So I'm very pro consumerism at times, especially oh, when it comes yeah. to like small businesses in my area. Right. Yeah. Where I'm like, no, I'm going to buy a sandwich from the sandwich shop. I know it's mm-hmm. a little more expensive than doing this other thing, but I like having a sandwich shop. It's the way I feel about the cinema. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I like having the cinema. I want to spend money at the cinema to keep the cinema going. I think that's good, right? Well, can I tell you something? Because this is something that Holly- Hollywood don't need the money. <laughs> well, this is something that shifted within me in the last, even like I would say year, right? Is that like, yes, if I'm going for a meal with Megan, right? And if we've got an option between a slightly cheaper chain and a locally owned not chain, I, mm-hmm. you know, you know how I never used to pay the extra $2 for the bacon on my, on my burger? 
Yep. I now pay the extra two dollars to make sure that like a local Queensland business stays in business. Well, not I'm not saying that to, that that my money is keeping them in business single handedly, but no, but that, that is, attitude genuinely does. That is now a factor. I'll be like, no, no, I'll buy, I'll buy local. I'll buy local. Yeah, and I mean it's a weird like chains are a weird example because chains are usually franchises, which means they're often owned by pe- people who are local and employ people who are local anyway. Yeah, so it's not as bad. Yeah, but um, even even that like I'll go to Red Rooster before I'll go to KFC because Red Rooster yeah. is Australian owned. Yep, that makes sense. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a little bit of that now. Obviously, Hollywood doesn't need my money. And yeah, not, you know, that land is not a fledgling indie movie. <laughs> Ryan Gosling, they're counting his pennies. Oh, well. Yes! Yeah, the klaxon goes off as in, in his apartment. I don't think so. Um, so no, I'm thinking, I, I kind of like, I like voting with my wallet, right? Mm, 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 mm. And I like doing that for things I, I disagree with. And I like doing, but I, but I think very much, a lot of people don't do it for things they agree with. You know what I mean? No, I think people do. I think you do it without thinking because you just buy stuff that you like Maybe. without thinking about it. By necessity, just, I suppose that's the well, well necessity, and also we're just conditioned to con- to consume, and so we consume things that we like naturally. Yeah, I'll, and there was a little bit of like, ooh, a package is going to arrive in the mail, and I got a tiny little dopamine drip from opening it. Let's go, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, that definitely counts. Yeah. So I was so at that point I was like, okay. So here's the part that was wild to me. First of all, I think currently the movie's just on Netflix and around as far as I remember. So I was like, oh, whatever. I'm like, yeah. We're accepting that. That's fine. Mm. Um, the so often we have to rent movies, and when we're doing um the jar and stuff, especially if it's like a random movie from like early two thousands or whatever, you have to rent it on YouTube. Yeah, you have to have to have to go the extra mile just to actually find it somewhere that you're gonna be able to watch. Yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it costs like four euro or whatever. That's yeah. which is fine. Must be nice. Um, um, well, there's four of us. It's zero each. Um, but the Blu-ray on Amazon was two ninety five. Free shipping uh, with Prime. Had hard to pass off a bargain like that, hey. And I was like, hang on. And like, I, I, again, I'm not doing this for every movie because yeah. uh, that's just that's just injecting a bunch of plastic into the world that we don't need. Mm-hmm. For one, also, Riley, I didn't buy the basic Blu-ray of La La Land. Oh, Please. did you get the collector's edition? I got the 4K Ultra HD edition. Oh, beautiful. There you go. You'll be watching them dance on the on the hilltop under the streetlight in full full 4K HD. Well, you know what's wild is the 4K Ultra HD, and now, now I've fallen down a rabbit hole because this is what I was talking about. The 4K Ultra HD version mm-hmm. comes with the normal Blu-ray as well. It's a second disc in the same box. Wait, what? I thought you were going to start talking about how much of a difference it made and how you've got gold-plated HDMI cables and all the rest of it. Why do they give you Okay, both? so this actually does... Okay, hang on. This actually... This is not gold-plated HDMI cables. This actually does make a difference. Yes. Gold-plated HDMI cables literally don't do don't make a difference. Yes, yes. They, this is difference. people who are like, oh... They, well, yeah. <laughs> this is people... This is close to people who are like, oh, this is 80 frames per second and not 40. I can tell the difference. This is that level. You right? can definitely tell the difference between 40 and 80 frames. Definitely you can. Mm-hmm. No, 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 this is not up for debate. First of all, nothing is filmed in 40 or and or 80 frames. And 30 or 60. 30, or, 30 60. or 60 is, yeah. And you can definitely tell the difference between 30 or 60. Definitely you can. Nah. No, 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 no. I'm not, like, I'm okay, someone I found your gold-plated HD, Mike. <laughs> no, because I have, I, <laughs> the thing is, I really need to establish this point because I've argued so heavily against there not being a difference between, say, 120 and 144 right hertz like you get to certain levels and you just you just well, can't hertz tell the or frames that's the same thing it's not hertz is the refresh rate frames per second is not the same thing yes it is no it's, it's not exactly the same what no what no that's, that's what? exactly no. the same yes yes hertz and frames per second is the same it's how many frames there are per second how many times the frame refreshes right no, hertz measures your monitor's refresh rate yes. frames per second measures the, the frames your gpu puts out per second 
Okay, and ideally you want them to be the same. That's the thing called that, yes, but, you... but but there's the, yeah, there's a balance to it. Like if no, your hertz no. is garbage, it doesn't matter how high you, t- you tick your um, frames per second. No, 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 no. But what this is what I'm talking. I'm using these terms interchangeably, right? Because but you shouldn't. They're different terms. They, but functionally, they are not right. Because if you have they a, both impact. They open the book. How much information you get per second into your eyeballs? You mean like if you if you have a if you have a, a computer that can play a game at a high FPS, but you have a monitor that can only refresh 60 times yes. a second, a 60 hertz monitor, then you're only getting a 60 FPS experience, right? Right. That, and in, in my analogy, this is like me bothering to buy the 4K Blu-ray and not having a 4K TV. Yes. And, and But my, my point is that I've, I've gone out, like I've, I've nailed my colors to the mast in saying that like there's no difference between like say 120 and 144, right? Mm-hmm. But in order to legitimize my position on that, I have to insist that there is a difference between 30 and 60. Because otherwise it's meaningless for me to say that those numbers aren't different. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. You can definitely tell Um, the difference. The real thing is there is a huge difference in playing a film off of a disc versus playing it over streaming from Netflix. Okay, all right. That there is a huge difference from. All right, Um, I better not Whether there's a difference. I'm speaking from ignorance and also you sound like you're probably right, so go on. Well, but yeah, whether there's a difference between the Blu-ray and the 4K Blu-ray uh, depends how big the screen is and how far you're sitting away from it. I think is the real, you know what I mean? Yeah, you get your nose um, pressed up against it to see every pixel, every last pixel. Of yeah, Gosling. exactly. I gotta see, I gotta see every Gosling pixel. But um, Riley, it scratched an itch in my brain that I haven't had in a very long time. Okay, because you and I generally are kind of deniers of physical media. Right? No, no, not at all. And this was what I was interested to to get into with you when we started talking about this. Because okay. there, you and I are very significantly different when it comes to specifically video games. Yeah, I don't have any. I don't really have any physical media. And you have like you have. There have been times when you've been like, just just download it. I'm like, I'm, I'll just gonna go to, go to the shop and buy it because I like having the the box and the disc. You're like, that's stupid. Just oh, okay. It. Do you not remember us discussing this sort of thing? Oh, vaguely, but I, it, 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 but it's general. The thing is, it's generally cheaper to download it. So I thought I'd pin that to you in my head. Um, that's not always true, actually. I bought a, a no, copy of course of no. It definitely isn't always. Yeah, I bought a copy of Pokemon Scarlet recently, and it was sixty. Oh, and Nintendo games are just buck wild. There's not yeah. like that's not pretend. It was sixty four dollars at Target, right? And on like to download it from the Switch store, it was like eighty nine ninety five. Whoa, that's a, that's not even a small difference. That's, we're not talking five dollars here either. Yeah, no, it was it was. I mean, and I would have gone and bought it in real life anyway if the price had been anything other than like anything other than more expensive for it to buy it in real life. But but no, no, but I, I these... like I like having the I like like we, I all I don't have any games downloaded on my PlayStation. I don't have any. Oh no, I do have some games downloaded on my Switch, but only the, like Hades, for example, because I wanted it straight away. I didn't want to wait for the yeah, release, of course. right? But no, for for the most part. I'll, I'll I'll buy the physical media for sure, but there are all these threads going around now with streaming services canceling shows so they can yeah. write them off, right? Yeah. Um. And look, La La Land is in no danger of becoming lost media. It was That's a hard. more it won some Oscars. Didn't yeah. win, but didn't win best best feature famously. But um, um. But like, I think season four of Arrested Development is going to be just gone. And like, and you know, that's not a fun. That's not a huge loss to the world. It's not a very good season of the show. But <laughs> but still, the point remains. You know, yeah. But from like an, from but genuinely from like an art maintenance perspective, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is, I mean, this worries me with some stuff. Like you know, I I I talk about having PlayStation and Switch games, but I, like my entire Steam catalog, obviously that's entire it's all digital. You're you're renting that from Valve, yeah. And and Ubisoft recently announced that they were going to take a bunch of Assassin's Creed games off the off the off Steam. And they'll be just, and you, yeah, they'll just be gone. And they're just gone. I mean, they're not going to be just gone, gone because you can go and buy them on Ubisoft. You play, you know, the the the, the, the game platform. Right, but if that with. shuts down in three years, but this is this is the point. It's revocable. Is the point, right? Yeah. 
And where so this is let me so the the itch that I wanted to talk about scratching was yeah. uh, well, I opened this like special edition box. And by the way, these things have been driven down so much. Mm. Like I remember when you get like a special edition of a thing, it'll come maybe like forty quid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like fifteen quid for like the double disc, all the bells and whistles special. And I was like, you know what? Fine. Didn't even come with the statue. Well, no, it didn't. No, it didn't come with the statue. It did open. The, you know, it did come with uh, yeah. that wasn't advertised. It came with a bunch of little postcards. Oh, that's nice. I was going to say, was it and a I was like, commemorative post you could put on your wall with blue tech? No, yeah, it unfolds and it still has the creases in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's eight folded. Yeah, 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 yeah. uh, now it came with these like really high quality. I don't, I don't know why I ever send them to anyone, but I was just like, that is a nice thing. Yeah, and I was nice like, oh, I can't remember the last time I opened something and had some tat what was nice. Yes, yeah, yeah, because you don't. Uh, and there yeah, is a very know. simple like lizard brain pleasure to it. Well, I think it's I think it's the same as. Um, it's hard to articulate what I'm trying to say. If you're like doing, say, a favor for a mate, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like helping them move house or something. And then they're like, they arrive and they've got lunch, right? It's like, here you go. Yep. Like that is like, oh, here we go. Fantastic. You know, you get stuck into like the pizza or whatever, the fish and chips, whatever, whatever they brought home. That's so much better than them at the end of the day handing you $50. Or even saying, hey, can you help me move next week? I'll buy you lunch. That's true. Yes, the unexpected part of it certainly helps. Yeah, 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 for sure. But the, uh, the tangibility, because yeah, yeah, the fifty dollars goes into your pocket, into your bank, and ticks up a number that's kind of invisible to you. And right? you can buy multiple lunches with that fifty dollars. Explain how. By exchange, go, going to a place and exchanging the fifty dollars for. That's a that's a that's a, a reference to the Simpsons reference, right? Oh, see, I, I yeah, no, that's an error. That's a cultural, think, blind, think, cultural blind spot for me. I didn't watch the Simpsons. Yeah, I think he gets like fifty bucks. He's like, oh, I wanted peanuts, and it pans up to his brain. His brain goes, um, money can buy many peanuts, and he goes, explain how, and he goes, money can be exchanged for goods and services, and he goes, mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, money can be exchanged for goods and services, but having a good and or service brought to you when you don't expect in a situation like this, in in the vein of your postcards, you know, yeah, it's nice. Gets those good brain chemicals going. Do you get those good, good old, good old fashioned brain juices flowing? Absolutely. Yeah. But um, so Nikki does not like this. She's no, like, no. I mean, like I, would be, I don't live with you, so I'm fine. Like, I'm, I'm just going to watch this unfold <laughs> and enjoy it. But no, I would not. If Megan was like, I'm going to get into collecting DVDs, I'd be like, mm-hmm, okay. She's basically like, please don't become DVD guy. Yeah, don't become DVD <clears> guy, dude. And I used to have a lot of DVDs when I was a teenager, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's this guy I follow on TikTok. Um, if you've ever seen any of those, you've seen those Pete Holmes sketches where he plays Batman? No, no. I, they're I don't even pretty know famous. Yeah, I bet you actually have. They're, they're very silly. They're just a silly parody. Um, they're called Batman, I think. I've, I've never seen this guy before in my life. Who is this guy? He's a comedian. He hosted a show on, I think it was TBS. It was called Colin the Pete Holmes was, Show, yeah. Pete Holmes yeah, Show. Yeah. He did Crashing. He's a podcast. It's very good, actually. Okay. No, no, no. But no. anyway, one of the guys he frequently collaborates with, his name is Matt McCarthy, and he has a YouTube channel on TikTok, and he he's not DVD guy, Riley. Okay. He is physical media guy. Oh, jeez. Okay. This dude's den is wild. It's like, hey, do you have Titanic? And he's like, well, do you want the DVD or the VHS or the VHS2 part edition or the Laserdisc? Yeah, that's a bit much, I think. Dude, this guy's the Laserdisc player. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit much. And that, that is like not, I'm like, that is not interesting. But what he does do, which I find actually very interesting, is he goes to yard sales and buys old VHS tapes, right? Yeah. For well, yeah, pennies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the vast majority of them are unlabeled. 
So he has this know. stack of like 300 of them, and he has people pick a number, and he's like, all right, let's see what this is. It's it's a movie it's, jar taken to a whole new level. Yeah, it's some it's someone's home video. Someone's taped two episodes of Cheers. Yeah. Someone's taped the OJ chase off the news. Someone's oh, taped- there was something. Oh, what was it? Oh, man. There was a famous TV show. It was a British TV show. I can't remember this. Oh, this was really interesting. I wish I could remember the name of it. There was a British TV show, and due to some, like, processing error or something during the digitization of this tv show being digitized in the, at the bbc they accidentally mm-hmm. erased like three and a half seasons of it or something like that like 70 episodes were just deleted right and they were just gone mm-hmm. forever until they, they found in like again the garage like some basement of some lady or the attic of some old yep. lady somewhere who had just taped all of these record like she'd recorded all of these episodes and they they were back from the 70s like just out of nowhere they yeah. just, just revived because this this lady had taped them and held on to the, the tapes. i think that's amazing i think that yeah that is so cool that's like lost you know that's like finding el dorado dude that's like you know yeah lost, now there is treasure. for every one of those there's a hundred thousand useless videotapes yeah, of course, but and videotapes are famously not an evergreen format either they get moldy and they break yeah 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 so um, we're running out of time but i can see myself i see myself where i am now with my two blu-ray discs and being like i probably will buy babylon blue when it comes out because i love that movie <laughs> and then i see i see matt mccarthy at the other end of the lane and mm. i'm like there has to be a point between here and there where I pull the ripcord, and by God, do I hope it's closer to me than it is to him. Well, I don't know. I think I think you you trust in in what Nikki is telling you here, and progress progress very slowly, proceed very slowly with a good deal of caution here, because I, it, it is just it is a, a largely pointless thing to do. Well, then again, I don't know. Having said that, you know, you'll be able to watch La La Land when it's scrubbed from Internet four point or whatever. Well, it's not. It's just like it's one of those things where I knew it was a silly thing, but I was like, "Ah, it'll make me happy. I'll, it'll be nice to have it." So I bought it. That's what money's for. Yeah, and it. Re- and I mean, it really is. I mean, money's also for like rent and food and clothes. But after that, yes. Well, I would argue that having, having, I would. I would argue that having a place to live and clothes to wear and food to eat does contribute significantly to your overall overall happiness level. So you know, I would. Uh, that's fair. That's yeah, that's fair enough. Actually, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. But I think I think spending a little bit of money uh, frivolously from time to time. I don't know. It's nice. It feels like it feels a little bit like getting away with something as a child. You know well, what I mean? Well, you, you you call me a huge tight ass, and you know, in your defence, I certainly am. And one of the things that being an enormous tight ass allows me to access mm. is an inordinate amount of joy from, as you say, small purchases. Like yes, when yes, I yes. when I spend sixty five dollars on a copy of Pokemon Scarlet, like that, I never spend that kind of money on stuff. Like I never make. Uh, I never have discretionary spending to that magnitude so when i went and bought this i could play with my friend john i was like ah this rules you know what i mean like it was it was special Mm. so no i'm I'm, I'm there with you man discretionary spending can be you know it can be a it can be a powerful way to just give you give yourself a little bit of a boost i I don't really like the fact that we've been conditioned by capitalism to equate consumption to happiness but you know it's not it's it's not so much conditioned by capitalism i think it's just a survivalist thing i think because we don't you know we're we're not hungry all the time and and go ooh berries Mm. right Mm. I think it's just that. Yeah. Well, uh, they're two different needs, though. And I think even when we were going around the bush being like, ooh, berries, like I think that might have been like, ooh, a nice rock. Ooh, a shiny stone, you know? Ooh, here's yeah, this thing that I don't throw need. You throw like. it a bird to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're oversimplifying ancient humans. I think that they had that, that, that element of like... Yeah, ooh, a nice stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, here's a thing that I like that I don't need, but I still like it. That's mine. I mean, you know, the, magpieing. Yeah, we don't have to go 
we, we, you don't have to dig too deep to realize that, you know, humans have a weird attraction to useless things that look nice. Mm-hmm. You know, jewelry, trinkets, treasures, all that sort of stuff. This is, these are things that we've done with, for, with ourselves for thousands of years. So, no, I think, I think you've got a point there. I think, I think it is, there is something about just having something nice that you don't need but do want. It unlocks a, it unlocks a, a flavor of happiness that doesn't really come from other places. So, no, I agree with you. I wasn't expecting that. So I'll keep you posted Yeah, uh, week by week as my, my Blu-ray collection balloons, I'm sure. I was going to say, like, you don't... I wouldn't call your flat crowded. Like, it's not... No. It's not. It's not a cluttered place to live. But certainly it's not sparse. No, it's not minimalist, but it's no. definitely not maximalist. So, I'm, well, I'm wondering in t- how long it will be until it becomes maximalist with your new DVD collection. Wow, it's fine. We just throw out, we just throw out all the board games and fill that entire thing with DVDs. <laughs> you do have a lot of board games. <laughs> you do. You do have a but lot. But they're of tucked board away. Games. But but this is the point. A DVD collection isn't meant to be tucked away. It's meant to be put on display like a bookshelf. You know what I mean? Mm, laser books, book discs, book discs. Interacting, interactive talking books that you what you put in your PlayStation Five, Dennis. There will be more. I want to talk to you about something that has happened to me more times than I hope it's happened to most people. Um, have you ever been the victim of a crime, Dennis? I have, have more than once. I think more actually. than once. Yeah. Oh, oh so yeah, at least at least. At least two and a half times. At least two and a half times. See, I wasn't the personal victim, the personal target of, of the crimes that were wrought, that were, were done unto me. But you had your data stolen in that big hack, didn't you? <laughs> I, well, I, I didn't even think about that. But yes, I did have my yeah. data farmed during an, a recent uh, uh, breach in the... Uh, so Optus is a telecommunications network in Australia, and they, they, there was a huge hack. Uh, they screwed the pooch of, pretty royally. A bunch of personal data was leaked, and um, apparently mine was amongst it, so I had to go and do a bunch of stuff to try to, you know, secure my shit. Anyway, no, when I was a kid, our house got burgled mm. twice, and Dad had his car stolen. You guys should have moved. <laughs> we, and, and Dennis, can I tell you, that's exactly what we did. This all happened within months, right? So sometimes I know I know that the the, the like. I know, that, and I'm not when I say like organized. I don't mean like the mafia, but like yeah. the, like people who do people watch do robberies do move in like loops and circuits and stuff like that. Well, so my parents have a theory. So I'll, I'll say the same. We moved. So when I started primary school, we moved to a different neighborhood that was closer to my school, right? And this neighborhood wasn't necessarily the nicest neighborhood. Uh, I remember one day walking to school and there was a man who I thought was asleep on the footpath, just having a snooze at nine in the morning. On It must have been very tired, as my mum said, because I asked, like, why is he sleeping and very tired? No, probably someone who was suffering from substance abuse and addiction. Very, very sad mm-hmm. indeed. And just a terrible situation for everyone involved, obviously. Um, but just to sort of give you an idea of the timbre of the neighborhood that I was living in. Anyway. Yes, yes, yes. There was a there was a block of flats down the street at the, at the corner near near where we lived, and Mum and Dad have told me now that they're convinced that there was a a group of people living in that block of flats who would watch people as they came and went from their houses, right, and then then go and break in and steal everything. So one day we left um, our house to go out and have a meal, right? Went to a restaurant. It was very nice, very tasty. Came back. And one of the windows was open, and it was cold. It was a winter's night, so we weren't, we didn't, we definitely hadn't left it open. Um, and 
so much stuff was gone. Holy moly. So much stuff, right? Like the, Whoa. we didn't have a television, so they, they weren't <laughs> able to steal that. But like, uh, oh, geez, I was like, much to, much to your mum's delight, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I was. I, I'm trying to remember all the stuff that they stole. But like, I think they took like dad's work computer with Windows 95 on it, and the and the and the um the Weezer Buddy Holly video that I loved watching so much, and 3D pin. 3D, no, they didn't have 3D pinball on that one. They that game where it was like bumper cars. I can't remember. Anyway, stole a bunch of stuff, and I was. Can I tell you, Dennis? So excited! Oh my goodness! What? It was you'd been, you'd, a crime had happened. Well, do you know? But do you know? Do you know who turned up? <gasps> the police. The police. Yeah. And they needed. They had questions that needed to be answered. And so me, a little eight year old, I'm hopping My around. Mama this. I'm trying to <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and here's here's what's really funny. In my mind, right? I remember, for example, the the thing that you use to pull the curtain up and down. I remember that swinging, right? And I remember the telling the police that I saw it swinging. Now, I don't know if that's a memory that I invented because I wanted it to be exciting, like the, the robbers had only just got away when we got back. You know what I mean? And I remember finding footprints in the alley behind our house. And again, I don't know if I just made that up and implanted that memory. So L.A. Noir style. Huh. And the little piano cue plays when you look at them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Little question marks uh, above floating in the air. Like, I don't know what it was. And then, like, later on, the, you know, the, so the, co- the uniform cops turned up that night, took statements. The, the detectives came the next day. And that was even more exciting because they had, like, the, the, the powder and the brushes and they were, like, fin- fingerprinting stuff. And, oh, my goodness. Do detectives was- in Australia have guns? I don't know, actually. Because I think uh, Ireland famously our police don't have guns, but I think detectives still do. I don't know. I don't know if the detectives did or not, right? I, I have no idea. But uh, I do know. Because I'm sure to an eight-year-old eight Riley, that probably would have been cool. Um, right. I don't know, actually. My, my uncle was a cop, and I remember he came to Grandma's place one time when we were there with a revolver on his hip, right, in uniform, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it. Mm, I didn't okay. like it. No, I, I didn't like it. I was I was very. It was like um, it was like a tiger had been brought into the room. That's how I remember feeling about. It. I was like, oh, this is this is a lot. Anyway, so that was number I one. I looked it up. Planes, planes, clothes detectives in Ireland do carry guns. They do. That's interesting. Mm. That's very interesting. Yeah, because because cops in in the UK and Ireland don't carry guns. No, and sometimes tasers, mostly just batons, and and a hey now, a stern hey yeah. now, <laughs> and a stern and a stern, a stern. I'll give you a, a cold look. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know which one happened next. I, I think it was the car. Uh, Dad got up one day, uh, left to go to work, and came in with what was left of his car, which was <laughs> the small metal disc around the size of a small coin, the small ring that went around the. Uh, the keyhole. Oh, the key. Yeah. yeah. Which had obviously been punched so out. How, the, roughly how there. big is the gap between these two crimes? Now, I know I'm asking eight-year-old yeah, Riley to be look, an expert witness here. Having asked mum and dad about it later, it was it, this all happened within a few months, right? Okay, so pretty tight. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that we think that we, we just, we think we were just, mum and dad think that they're just easy marks, right? Because mm. they're obviously watching us from their flat and, oh, they've gone. Because the last robbery and the thing where mum turned to dad and was like, we have to leave. We have we to gotta leave. We've got to get house, out of here, right? yeah. Was... We got burgled when mum went to pick us up from school. So mum left the house, right, went to pick us up. So this is like a 20-minute window, right? Yeah. And we came back and, again, window had been broken into. And, and yeah, this time they came back for all of mum's jewellery that had been left there last. I don't know why they didn't take it the first time, but they took a bunch of mum's jewellery, right? And so that was the point where... Um, 
Well, they're doing the quests, you know, like when you, you know, when you're like, oh my God, I let, I, there's, there's that thing up by Bruma. I should have finished it. Next time I'm back there, I'll pop in and I'll pick up the thing. Right. Yeah. You done. don't want to waste a whole journey going over there, the fast travel menu. The but the lot, next time like, you're in town. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, that, that's a good point. But here's something really interesting, right? Because once again, cops came out once again, little Riley, so, so excited. But this time, Dennis, this time, eight-year-old Riley had hard evidence as to who oh my God. the robber was, right? So... We got home from school. Mum found the the place, like the house broken into, everything in a mess once again. Oh, do you know what they? Oh, I forgot a bit. A really good bit of the story. Do you know what they used to carry off all the all the ill gotten gains the first time around? No, my brother's Duna cover. Like a what is it for, for, for the non Aussie? What is a Duna? A duvet or a comforter, right? They ah, yeah, pulled his Duna, like the actual blanket bit, out and of the And made cover. like a bindle out of it? And like made a, it into like a, a big or like, sack. Like a, like, like a stretcher, yeah. Yeah, like a big sack. No, no, like a big sack, right? Uh, well, I don't know how they did it. I didn't ask. But but they left the pillowcase. So for after this, uh, Oliver and I had like, we had, uh, his, his mine had like dinosaurs all over it and his, his had cars. And forever, mm-hmm. I still had my full set of dinosaur um, sheets, right? And Oliver only had the pillowcase of his one with all the cars on it. And we kept the pillowcase. Anyway, that's... It was a, 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 a weird thing that I remember from it. But I want to tell you about the hard evidence I was able to put okay, in front of these cops. I want to see this Home Alone level detectiving so, you've done. When we got home, mum's obviously beside herself, right? Calls the cops, calls dad, all that sort of stuff. She is that upset, right, that she gets the neighbours. We had two lovely neighbours called Tony and Sean, right? These blokes... I was very fond of them. They used to give me $5 because I would go and feed their cat when they were away. They were, um, uh, Sean yeah. was a singer and Tony was a, a pianist, right? And they would go and, and he was, he was, quite, he was like a well. And, and, and as their careers both independently started to succeed, they started to feel themselves pull away from each other. Right? <laughs> they, look, there could have been a film about them. I think Sean is probably famous enough that you could probably Google him and find him. Two very, very lovely men. But this is something that I often bring up when I'm talking about this sort of thing because it demonstrates the, 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 the mind of a child. When I went and fed their cat, right, you know, I'd go, I'd, they gave me a key, I'd unlock the door, I'd go through, feed the cat, yeah. and I'd leave. And one day I came home and I said, Mum, why is there only one bedroom in, in Sean and Tony's house? Okay, And Mum yep. <laughs> was like, well, that's because they, like, they sleep in the same bed together. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, Okay. And I didn't think anything more of it after that at all. I was yeah. just like, okay, so there are two dudes and like they don't, I mean, mum and dad sleep in the same bed and that's that's fine. But these guys don't sleep in the same bed. They, they don't sleep in separate, they sleep in the same bed. I was like, okay. And I didn't think about it any further than that. And it was only yeah. years and years later, right? Because again, I'm eight years old. It was only like when I was a teenager, I was like, oh yeah, they were, they, they, they were gay. They, they were a couple. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, the, the amount that, it, that that mattered to me as an eight-year-old, right? Like it was... It was, it was, it was one of those things you realize, like it just—it's the sort of stuff that just absolutely does not matter until you are conditioned mm-hmm. to have it matter to you. Yeah, yeah. you weren't taught to—you weren't taught to be like, oh my god, ew. You were like, oh, okay, neat. Oh, I was like, no, I was like, oh, all right, well, that's okay, sure. Anyway, but listen, I'm painting a very rosy picture of, of you know, Sean and Tony as as lovely neighbors, right? Very obviously animal lovers, right? Listen to this. Sean and Tony, I don't know if both of them did, but I definitely know that Sean did. Sean came over. Maybe Tony was there. Maybe he wasn't. I can't remember, right? But anyway, Sean came over and he is um, he is chatting and trying to calm mum down, that sort of stuff. The cops are there. They're taking place. Anyway, anyway, eventually dad comes home. Everyone leaves. It's just us back there as, as a family like this, right? But then, Dennis, we find a jacket, right? A mm-hmm. leather jacket has been left behind in the house, 
after these burglars have been in, right? What? And so I am beside myself because now we have an actual clue. Now we have a real life tangible thing. They can probably get DNA off of it, right? They can probably get clues and find the burglars because they've left this jacket behind, right? So when mum and dad rookie mistake. When mum and dad realize this this jacket's been left on the couch, they're straight on the phone. They call the cops, they're like, we've we've found this jacket, right? Like da 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 da. So so the cops like, okay, all right, no worries. Well, you know, this Maybe it's going to be important. Maybe it's not. We're not sure, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep it in mind. Later that night, knock at the door. Who is it? It's Sean. Did I leave my jacket here? Mm. Oh, yes. Okay. Here it is, right? <laughs> All right. Just a big mistake. Just Sean leaving his jacket here. Call the cops. Let them know. And I was like, hang on one moment. Or. Why are, we, why, are we, why are we letting him off the hook so easily? The perfect crime. The perfect crime. The, the perfect crime. <laughs> Right? I've got a key to his house. Who knows that there wasn't some kind of key for key arrangement, right? He, yeah. You know, we I never checked their bedroom. I mean, I didn't see with my own eyes what the, the I, I don't remember what their Duna cover was, but Dennis, maybe it was one covered in cars. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> it was I was covered in cars. You remember that? that would actually, I mean, you would do that, right? You would you would break into your neighbor's house using the key they gave you. Yeah. And then afterwards, you would go outside and throw a rock through the window. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, yeah. Make sure yeah. the glass on the inside. Yeah, yeah. Make sure the glass on the inside. Absolutely. Yeah. Leave go and leave footprints in the alleyway. I'm telling you, there's more to this. There's, mm-hmm. uh, there's mm-hmm. more to this story, Dennis. This is being treated like a cold case by the cops. And I tell you what, I tell you what, there's a lot. There's this. This. This goes. This goes. You're not done. There's a lot no. we don't know. There's a lot we don't know. I just do remember the deep suspicion that I viewed because in my mind the burglar had left this jacket behind. So when Sean came and knocked on the door and asked for his jacket back, I was like, "It's you. It's you." There is no doubt in my mind that you burgled us. You know what I mean? Like in my mm-hmm. in my kid brain, that was the only possible conclusion. Not that he had come over, left his jacket when he was like consoling my mum, and then had left. No, it couldn't have been that. It must have been that he burgled us. Riley, have I told you about the time that I was robbed? Well, I want to hear about your Quite your experiences recently. When you had to, wait, what? Yeah, in the last like as, as I would say, I'm not certain we were doing the podcast, but I think we were. No, you did, what are you? What happened? What we we tell each other everything? Was How did you not tell me? Shortly this? before Nikki and I moved into this apartment. Well, no, we definitely were doing the podcast. That was like three years ago, four years ago. Yeah, yeah. So it was just maybe, before we started doing the podcast. Then. Okay, so maybe we weren't on like telling each other everything terms by then. Maybe we were doing top five, but not the podcast. Yeah, we don't. We, no, we didn't start doing the podcast. We didn't start doing podcast until November twenty nineteen. So. Yeah, because yeah, no. we're definitely doing top five. Anyway, yeah, anyway, gone. Uh, well, it was very near then. So, Nikki and I had moved out of the apartment we were renting together, and we bought mm. this place. We weren't able to move in yet, and it turns out we weren't. We wouldn't be able to move in for like several more months. Like I do remember months. that. I remember that because you both went and lived back with your respective parents after having lived together in a yes, place for a so long time. So it was in that. It was in that time. Yeah, right. I believe. And my parents went out of town, and Nikki was like, "All right, come over and stay. Stay at my parents' place while we're while they're away." Yep. Um. And my house was super cluttered because I'd had all of my childhood belongings were there. Mm. And then I'd moved out, accrued new belongings, and now brought those belongings back. You know what I mean? Yeah, you had your childhood and your adulthood belongings all, all crammed into yeah, one room. All yeah, all in one room. Yeah. Um, and my room was very small. Um, so then we were sitting. Uh, I think we'd, what we'd done is we'd push the two couches downstairs together. We're going to have like a little sleepover type thing and like Cute. watch movies or whatever, right? Yeah. We are going to make fajitas. Okay. And the chicken had gone off. Tail is all this time, right? You go up the chicken, you're like, whoo, okay, mm, not eating this, not, you know? Not, not going to me here. Yep, okay. And we're like, all right, well, look, we'll just run to the shop. It's around the corner. We'll drive. We'll be gone for 15 minutes. 
get your pack of chicken back in the car back home easy right <clears throat> we do that go in unlock the door get inside sit down i make some i make some fajitas they're very tasty mm-hmm. we sit down and watching a movie and uh, nikki goes up to go to the bathroom and she you realize that they're goes, still on the tv and you've just been staring at the wall yeah staring at the wall imagining where I'm imagining la la land <laughs> no, she comes back down and she goes hey i don't mean to be like rude and i was like what do you mean she goes is your parents house always this messy yeah and i was like i mean i was like yeah my parents are pretty my, my, my mom is a little bit of a hoarder so yeah there's this, this stuff i would definitely describe upstairs. your parents house as cluttered yes yeah we went upstairs and all of the drawers and the wardrobe had been pulled out and oh. thrown across the room. This wasn't like, oh, was like, we're, we're, this wasn't like, oh, I can't be bothered to like tidy up a bit. This was, this was the place has been ransacked. Yeah, all right. We'd been robbed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we'd been gone for such a show. So obviously, they'd been outside and seen us leave, right? Yeah. They'd run around the back, but there was an extension in my parents' house where you could climb up onto it and you could break it. Break, we could break in through my my childhood bedroom window, which is what they did. So. I, I I went into detective mode here, reverse engineered this whole thing, right? Mm. And it was very comically evident what had happened. They bust open the window. They step onto this like dresser that I had in my bedroom. That and Riley footprints. Never say a magic gathering didn't do enough for us. Okay. This thing was covered in just stacks of magic the gathering cards. Okay. And this guy clearly slipped and ate shit off this dresser yeah, when he stood on these magic yeah, cards. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there was a tin with, like, a huge dent in it where his foot had clearly gone to stand on and it gone flying. Yeah, 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 yeah. They went through, ransacked my parents' room, didn't find anything valuable, like, because my, my parents, were, you know, they, they, they've been through a war, Riley. They know how to hide their jewels. I was going to say, your dad was once an international assassin. Like, he knows where to hide stuff. He's not letting, he's not letting the, uh, you know, the he's not letting valuable goods, valuable hardware be found by any, any intellect. Exactly. Yeah. So then they, they run downstairs into the front room. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the, like, the lounge. Like, the, 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 the parents of this front room that used to be the uh, sitting room before they built another one. And they find my dad's desk, his big writing desk. Mm-hmm. And there's a locked cabinet on it. And they're like, here we here go. we go. This, now, now this, this is, is where the bonds are. The this is where yeah. the gold. This is where yeah. the Rolex is. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. smash it open to find some documents and a couple of jars of Nescafe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why my dad kept those behind all of the his old door, contracts. Uh, all of his old ICA yeah. contracts. Were a bunch of the, uh, yeah, a bunch of those coins from John Wick. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that perplexed them further, but then Riley, we noticed, and the reason Nikki and I had gone like an hour and a half that noticing the place had been robbed mm. is because they hadn't made it through to the kitchen or to the sitting room. Yeah. Which means, and the room that they, that the, the last thing that, if, if I tracked their path, it has the last thing that opened was that desk. Yeah. Uh, which is right next to the front window, which means they'd seen us pull up. Yeah. And they were like, got to get out of here. And just sprinted out the, out back out the same window. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, we, I mean, they stole actual nothing. The police came. The only thing, uh, they, the only very, thing they managed to get away with was the sore head. The sound of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely dinged it off that dress. Yeah, yeah, okay. The police came. Something I'm not proud of. I don't understand where it came from, and Nikki always makes fun of me for it. I got much more Irish from talking to a guard. Don't know why. Okay, it's so it's so funny calling the guards. I know that's what well, they they're call the guards. It. It's just, I know they turn up in their with their pikes and their plumed helmets. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, they're like, if we ever find... 
if we ever find this guy, his stolen goods will now be forfeit. Yeah, Let me tell you. Oh, dude. So ah! what <gasps> oh, nothing. I didn't find anything out. They're no, like, no, yes, yeah, most people get robbed. Irish when they turned up. Oh, I was like, well, herself was upstairs and Nikki was like, what? Did you just call me? <laughs> that kind of thing. I just came ve- very colloquial. I didn't like do an accent, but like the way I talked right. was just much more Irish. I don't know why. Maybe I was intimidated by the policeman in my home. I don't know. You've just gone through something. Um, I mean, it is the the idea of coming home and finding it's very an violating. intruder in the house is terrifying. Absolutely. That is what terrifying. happened. Like we 100% yeah. they ran away. Like there's yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah. The idea of like... Like imagine if they'd been in the uh, in the part of the like in the house like the extension where they couldn't get out quickly and easily, and you walk in the front door like that. That idea of that confrontation is terrifying because at that point, like they're mm-hmm. desperate, they're cornered. You know what I mean? Like they've got nowhere to go but try to get. Part, like, who knows what they're going to do to try to save themselves at that point? And it's so I, like I, I totally get it. And then yeah, also on top of that, there's the violation aspect. It's like you know, your home is supposed to be your castle, like it's yours. It, it's so just, we had to, and Nikki, Nikki and I had to sleep in the sitting room that night with a smashed window in the bedroom. Yeah, great. Really good. So good. Grim. Yeah. Grim. Probably one of the worst nights I've ever had. Because the I, window was just open. Like, you know? <laughs> so obviously nothing came of it. The, uh, no, no, absolutely not. The magic the perfect crime. To, in, in which, to be fair, they didn't steal anything. Like, yeah, no, it was fine. <laughs> yeah, very much an imperfect crime. They got away with a head injury and nothing else. So, uh, right, we talked about crimes in this episode. Yeah. And I need you to be ready. Um because you are going to get I'm going to get a tongue lashing for something you've said on this episode what is that so my mum listens to this podcast oh, every no. week oh no and dude. you called oh, her house cluttered you're and in I'm so much never going to hear the end of it you're in so much trouble dude you're I am so bummed dude Thank you for listening to this episode of Have a Listen to This, your uh, weekly dose of bite-sized nonsense with uh, Riley Knight and Dennis Trainiac. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. If you didn't like it, I guess tell them anyway, but um, hopefully they download it and they like it. Or if they don't, those downloads show up just the same, to be honest. If you really like the show, you head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this and support the show. Get the show a little bit early as well as some other exclusive perks and, you know, help us keep the lights and the mics on over here.